On the Jets Film Room, your weekly extensive breakdown of New York Jets X's and O's. <laughs> now, here are your hosts, Joe Blewett. Stop route in the middle, curl. I actually like to throw from Dawn. Maybe I want to see him get rid of the ball a little bit sooner as he sees the soft coverage, but I like how he leads him outside. Great freaking snag. That's a snag, man. And former Texas Tech All-American, current Arena League coach, and the hero of the Monday Night Miracle, Marcus, Marcus Coleman. Coleman. And shot again by Coleman. You got to hand it to Marcus Coleman. He made the play earlier to pick it off in front of Gadsden, and then he read the eyes of the quarterback here. That interception is his third of the game, and that ties a Jets team mark. On Turn on the Jets Digital. And you are listening to another edition of TOJ Film Room. Uh, we've just been pumping, pumping them out endlessly at this point. But this is episode uh, 43. As usual, you can follow me on Twitter at JoeRB31, um, where I have been posting you know, a ton of film reviews. Next up is Juwan Taylor. Uh, just posted Garrett Bradbury the other day, like the article, and, and finalized the moment. Um, so... That is something to look forward to. I think before I go on like my mini vacation for um, a couple of days, uh, I'm going to get Drawn Taylor done. Hopefully, I have a show, you know, on him on um, on Sunday. I believe Sunday, yeah, uh, yeah, probably probably on Sunday. Drawn Taylor, and then I'm going to try to get a. Well, I'll, I'll definitely get a. I think I'm going to do T.J. Hawkinson because I don't think I have a full time. I don't have time for a guy like uh, Hakeem Butler. I think he's going to win next if I did it to a vote because. He has like 30, 40 plays where a guy like Hawkinson has like 18 plays. So I think I'm going to get Juwan Taylor, TJ Hawkinson done before the draft. And then after the draft, um, I'll be putting up all of Butler, Metcalf, Devin White, Greedy Williams, Devin Bush, Montez Sweat, uh, Cleveland Farrell, uh, Byron Murphy, Nikhil Harry, Rashawn Gary, Ja'Kai Polite. Those are the guys I'll be putting up after the draft. Like I said, if you want to watch along, yeah, that's great. If not, then... It is what it is, and hopefully the other fan bases uh, follow the show, and then they um, maybe they won't listen all year. But if their team plays, let's say we play the Dolphins and a Dolph, the Dolphins giraffe, Greedy Williams, they see my show, and then you know that's that's how it all works out. But uh, we actually did get, or I got one review um, this week from B B B B B B B B R R R R R R R, and then multiple Bs again. Uh, it says, great in-depth film reviews. Uh, Joe clearly spends many hours watching and studying film. He goes into great detail explaining the position and negative aspects of each play while also providing a simple explanation of the concepts and schemes of football. It's a great show for all football fans to learn more about the game. I uh, really appreciate that. Like I said, if you can keep them coming in, 39 reviews and 42 shows, but this being a 43rd is actually really, really good. So hopefully we can keep that up. I really do appreciate all the reviews. Like I said, it helps me out. Or it helps me out a lot more than people know. Uh, YouTube, follow us. It's uh, just turn on the Jets, type in the search bar. You'll see the little green logo of like a. It looks like a film thing. That's that's you know obviously where we are. Uh, subscribe there. Tell your friends all that stuff. And then uh, TOJ Space Film Space Room on iTunes is a really important place to review uh, league reviews. But also subscribing on YouTube is is important. Um, as well, and like I said, Garrett Bradbury today. You're gonna have Juwan, Juwan Taylor probably on Sunday, maybe Monday. And then um, I have to do a, a show the day late, the, the next day from Monday to Tuesday with uh, TJ Hawkinson. So um, it's going to be a busy couple of days before the draft. I'm excited for the draft. I'll be in Niagara Falls for it. Uh, but other than that, 
really nothing. NHL playoffs are still always good. That Flames and Avalanche game was, was really, really good last night. I don't know if we have hockey fans. Um, and I think NHL playoffs are, are really, really good. I think NHL is my second favorite sport. I like basketball too. I, I used to like basketball more when I was a kid, but then watching basketball in the regular season as I got older, like you see guys for like seven foot, not even jumping for rebounds and stuff. And it kind of, kind of bothered me the lack of effort they showed. Playoffs are really fun to watch. Like the, you know, Nets, Nets are fun to watch. I watch the Nets, you know, all year. Um, not all 82 games, but I watch a good amount of them. And uh, right now they're one and one in their series uh, coming back to Brooklyn against Philadelphia. So if you're not a Knicks fan or you just don't hate the Nets for whatever reason, hopefully you can root for the Nets um, for me. But let's get into the uh, Bradbury review because I do have to go to work in uh, a little bit. So got to run through this um, strengths and weaknesses and overall fit and prospect ranking on my board. Like we always do uh, strengths, technique, run blocking, hip positioning, Hand placement, great combo blocker, understands how to overtake combos, set up other offensive linemen, a solid pass setter, elite foot quickness, times punches well, stays square, doesn't let defenders get into his body and pass pro will sometimes lack a lot like a length that will happen uh bounce fires out of stance elite movement to the second level um, outstanding awareness good timing on moving to the second level on linebackers are picking up them up when attempting to penetrate body control loose hips change of direction skill light on feet agility to reach cut off turnout block as far as you know three technique wide um aggressive hands rarely going to miss a, a stunt gap exchange aggressive plays through the whistle recovery quickness smooth great at working hips around on blocks works hard to get hips to play side which is kind of the same thing uh, and works to reset uh, feet hands and pass protection uh, weaknesses strength arm length height weight Anchor gets caught in the chest because of arm length at times. Um, would like to see more consistent base, le- less upper body lean. Needs to learn when to give ground on reach blocks, which I'll show. Um, want to see more leg drive and run blocks. Have seen some holding in second level where it comes a little bit wide. Lack of a strong punch. Can see a narrow punch as well and have seen him overshoot on the second level. Um, in terms of my prospect and what overall number he is in my, in my rankings, he is number five overall. I like him you know, a lot more than other people do. I know a lot of people have him, you know, anywhere from 12 to 20, maybe even a little bit lower, maybe a little bit higher in some cases. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with positional value and, and what a center is. Um, but it, in my personal board and how I do my board, I, I don't do positional value really. I just do it based on who's the best player who I see has the highest ceiling versus their floor. And you have to factor that all in where like, okay, TJ Hawkinson, or let's just say Bradbury's five. Okay, if Bradbury's five, and let's say the Jets trade back to 10 and you have Bradbury who's at five and Ed Oliver who's at eight or Burns who's at, who's at seven. I'm, I'm probably going to take Burns who's at seven over Bradbury, you know, in that situation because of positional value. But that's not really necessarily how I do my board, if that makes sense. Um, but Bradbury is five. And then in terms of his best fit, I think he's a – he's and, and this is why some people are lower on him because he doesn't have these, these scheme-diverse uh, – you know, ability um, that some other guys have. But to me, um, for what the Jets are, are running, which is going to be, um, you know, obviously that they're going to be running zone mostly. I don't know if it's going to be inside zone, outside zone, but that's mostly what Frank Pollock runs. Um, Adam Gase typically lets his offensive coordinator, run game coordinator, um, you know, coordinate the run game. Uh, last year, I forget the guy's name who who he had. Um, it was, uh, Eric Studesville, who's, who is – 
the guy he's the guy who made up the run game. He's actually really good. I was hoping the Jets can grab him from Miami. He stayed in Miami, but Eric Studzel was really really good. Uh, and typically, Gase does not design the run game. So I think with Paula coming in, teaching he's a zone blocking teaching offensive line coach. So I'm assuming you're not going to bring in an offensive line coach who teaches you know zone zone blocking schemes and then run power. Like you're going to run some power, you're going to run some counter. Every team runs pretty much at, at, you know everything G lead whatever it may be. Um, but it's, straight, it's going to be mostly zone. So uh, he would be a really, really good fit with the Jets. So now I, I would prefer him outside zone more than inside zone. Inside zone is a little bit more, um, you know, drive blocking and more moving guys off their spots than outside zone is, where outside zone is basically just cut off the guy on that play side, and the outside zone is is really heavy on athleticism, um, where every time you like, you, if you move it a little bit inside to inside zone, mid zone, it's a little bit less. If you move it to power and man blocking schemes and gap blocking schemes, then uh, you really have to drive guys off the ball to create those holes because you're trying to hit one hole. You don't really read the play too much. Um, you can a little bit, obviously. You're not going to say, okay, well, you have to go through the B-gap. You're going to go through the B-gap every time, but you know what I mean? So uh, first play of him, um, he is obviously the center. I'm not going to say he's the center every time. And this play is is literally just to show aggressiveness. Uh, this is like the first game I, I, I turned on and I, and I saw this, obviously, first quarter, the first minute and a half I'm watching him. Um, which is probably only like what two snaps is probably first down, second down. And he drops back, sees nothing to block. And I like, I like offensive linemen who are aggressive. Um, I, I think if you're not an aggressive offensive lineman, like a guy like Brandon Shell, even, even Kelvin Beecham, um, the centers the Jets have had, even Winters to a certain extent. I mean, Winters a little bit maybe, but um, they're not aggressive. And I like guys who are going to set that tone because, you know, from playing football, um, personally, when you're when you're rushing against you know offensive linemen who are aggressive and they and they knock you on your ass, you kind of think twice about it. And it just overall, it sets the tone. And right here, you can see, like I said, he has no, nothing to block. You know, uh, gets gets low into the um, into the three technique right here. Maybe you can call him a four eye, and drives him. You know, drive, 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 drive. He doesn't, he's, he doesn't really. He rarely gives up on plays. That's something you definitely like to see um, from really you know any offensive line. I like to see aggression from really any type of position, but offensive linemen, especially you want to see uh, aggressiveness. So let's get to the next play, um, which is, again, the first game I watched was against Texas A&M. So obviously at center. And this is where I talked about, like, he has – he is super he, – he has – I think he's 306, but I think he, he has, like, no fat on his body where he looks like a tight end, like how he moves in the open field. And obviously right here he just – he takes that lateral step, uh, like that bucket step actually to get past that um, – offense or uh, past the zero tech goes up to the second level on the backside linebacker and that he he is sometimes in the in the uh when he's moving to the second level like I said he'll duck his head sometimes and he'll overshoot a little bit because he was like he overestimates like he underestimates his speed at times um but here I do like to see he gets you know he, he stays square uh he's ducking his head a little bit that's that's okay in the second level uh gets his hands on and and drives the linebacker you know out of the play so Definitely, he has elite movement to that second level. Like I said, uh, I'm going to show some of the awareness on the next play again against Texas A&M, where his awareness, um, you know, for linebackers trying to blitz back or, or penetrate late backside is tremendous. Uh, it's the best I've seen from this class. So he's not a guy who's, okay, he's, he's locked into this one technique who's trying to, you know, attack the play side guard. So... Bradbury gets into him after the, you know, as a snap comes, this is just, it's, it's an ACE uh, combo block. And you see the last second he sees that the, 
um, number 25 is, is blitzing up that he's trying to blitz up that eight uh, or not trying to blitz. He's just trying to fill that backside a gap and potentially shoot through and grab the running back and Bradbury hard stop foot leans into him. Now, do you ever want to really want to block somebody like this? Like, is that a great blocking position? No, but clearly it does the job. You're only trying to hold them for a second. You're not trying to drive them off the ball, especially when the running back is, is, is supposed to be cutting, you know, outside um, or at least it's a zone run. So maybe, so maybe you are looking at, you know, a, an inside zone, um, maybe even tight zone, but he has the option to cut outside, which he does. So really nice job by Bradbury to pick up um, that backside uh, linebacker, you know, coming in. So next play we're going to look at, uh, again, is Texas A&M. So same thing. It's, you're going to see a lot of this in this review where he comes off the ball. He'll, he'll assist the left guard or the right guard. Um, looks like he attacks lower than the shoulder, which is good. The lower the, you attack, the better to the hip. You want to get to the hips um, for the most part. And again, sees the linebacker coming. Same guy, actually, 25. It's almost the exact same play. Peels off at the last second and receives the blow and opens the hole for the running back. Because the running back, obviously, he cuts through the backside B gap um, or the B gap. But what if, what if you know, he wasn't? What if he's going to cut that A gap or he's going to try to, you know, cut on the outside hip of the right guard, you know, he, he, he filled or he, he blocked that a gap. So again, a really good job by Bradbury. Like I said, you're going to see a ton of that um, throughout the next couple of plays. I think I, yeah, I have 28 plays. So the next four plays are going to be pretty similar to what I was showing before. Like I said, you're gonna see a lot because it's, it's impressive. You don't you guys don't have this awareness. You see people typically shooting the backside of plays and making tackles. Number 25 had to get pissed off at this point in the game, because again, Ace combo block. It, it looks like it's just a um, just a, like a, a lead zone um, out of a pistol set, pistol formation. Again, helps the guard on on the uh, and a good job by the guard shielding off that that B gap with his hips. I, I, that's good block by um, the guard right there. Even though you'd like to see a little bit less penetration, you know, up the field. Um, but again, Bradbury blocks. Eyes in the secondary. See that block? Eyes in the secondary. Eyes in the secondary. Eyes in the secondary or the second level. And peels off the block at the last second. Blocks 25 out of the play again. And it's just very, very consistently that he does this. And it's, it's really, really good awareness. It's smarts. Um, you could see the quickness that he has. There would be some better plays that show his quickness. But he has elite foot quickness. He has elite quickness off, the, off of the snap. And a lot of people, like a lot of one of his weaknesses, like, oh, well, he has short arm length to recover. But I didn't really see that because he has elite quickness to recover um, and pretty solid technique to recover. So I don't, I don't see examples of him not being able to recover or pick guys up from far away because of his arm length. I think, I think his uh, foot quickness and his speed and his hip fluidity is fine enough um, for that or it's at an elite level. And same thing again here. You're, like I said, you're going to see it a ton from another, another pistol set. And he helps the left guard this time, keeps his eyes in the secondary. I keep saying the secondary, the second level. And you see how he gets into this block? You see how his eyes flash over? So he's not, he doesn't just go into his block spawn. Okay, I'm going to block him, block him, block him, block him. And maybe if the, if the linebacker, who was 25 again, geez, 25, I had to get so mad this game. Um, but now if, if 25 wasn't coming, yeah, I mean, he'll just probably overtake this block and then, and then help and let the guard move to the second level. But because the, Number 25 tries to shoot backside, which at this point you think you just, you just scrape over top and, and try to play 
um, the front side gaps instead of trying to cut off the backside gaps. But he's probably he doesn't look like he's really a draftable player by his smarts here. Last couple of plays, um, which he could be. I could be wrong. I don't. Maybe maybe he is. Maybe he's not. Maybe some people know who Texas A&M twenty five is. But um, again, good job getting on the combo block. Eyes to the second level. Peels off for the last second and shields the backside a gap. It's very very consistent that he does this. And um, I, like I said, I think he's great for zone. And you're gonna see another great combo block here. I don't know if it's the same exact type of play. I think this is the last play of this. I think UAV looks almost identical. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing, and you see the ability to get in front of that block too. Um, he has that. See how he's really really see how quick he's off the snap. That is, he has really good quickness. So he's so quick to get in front of this block. Where if that. Um, if that left guard was to work to the second level, his hips are in position right here, and he's going to work his hips through um, into the play side. So he could overtake this block right here because that guard is moving to the second level, but because the um, linebacker right here, whoever this is, looks like uh, might be 25 again. Is that 25 again? It looks like 25 again. It looks like the same dude. He's not a good linebacker. Um, but he, he's in both positions to, to take over this block completely. And play that uh, backside, which he does, you know, yet again. So, hell of a game for for him here. And like I said, I'm going to show some weaknesses of him for sure. Uh, this actually next this next play I'm going to bring up against UVA um, is one of his, his weaknesses that I noticed. And for the most part, he's a super clean prospect. The only concerns you have about him are really the strength and arm length, and some of the uncontrolled uh, uncontrolled blocks in the second level. Like I said, the narrow punches. Sometimes you see holds, but like. Everybody's going to have weaknesses, but for the most part, he's really, really clean. So here, again, they're running another, you know, outside zone from uh, another pistol set, another 11 personnel pistol set. And here, because he's reaching so far, so he's, he's reaching the, the, the two-tech. Yeah, I call him a two-tech. And the two-tech is moving to the, to the play side, obviously. So what I want to see him do when I, see, when I say give ground vertically you want to see him here loop around a little bit more to get on that play side instead of coming more like he's coming more straight down the line of scrimmage because if they attack up field, you're never going to be able to reach them or cut them off. But if you loop around a little bit and you use some of your speed, you're going to be able to cut them off. But at the same time, and you'll see what I'm saying right here. So he kind of goes straight into it where if he was to, to work a little bit more and give him a little bit more ground vertically, he'd be able to get in front of him more comfortably because yeah, it works on this play, but versus defensive ends and linebacker or defensive ends, D tackles, whatever they may be in the NFL, they're going to be a little bit faster and they're going to be more powerful. So from this position, are you going to be able to block a lot of guys in the NFL? Um, no, not necessarily. It depends on who it is. But like I said, he does a really, really good job. Well, you're going to see him work his hips around. He fights to work his hips around the play side. He always he, he, like swings around guys like that. Um, which is good because I, I guess that's footwork. It's, it's good hips. Um, it's the smarts to win that play side where a guy like uh, you see guys in the NFL, like, you know, whoever, Jonathan Harrison, uh, you know, Wesley Johnson, you know, whoever maybe the Jets have had Spencer Long at center the last couple of years. In this position, they're just going to drive him. Just try to drive him. He's, they're going to drive him right to the play side, and he's going to make the tackle because he's winning the play side. That's really all that matters to the defensive lineman. Um, but he works to get his hips around. Again, something you like to see. Next play uh, is a good play showing some effort from him, and his effort is fantastic. Like I said, it's, it's something you like to see from any player from any position um, is the effort. And, you know, at first he drops back. He really doesn't have um, too much to block. And then the 
zero tech, you know, engages him after he sees it's not play action. And he does get, he gets pushed back a little bit here. You can see how he's like not the strongest guy. Like, okay, he gets, he gets hit back a little bit, but he anchors down and he has the left guard assisting him. And then this is really the important part. Just at the end of this play right here, this is stuff I noticed on film. You see how he's just driving out of the play right here? Just drive, 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 get low. Like, I, I like to see that. Like, a lot of guys are here, like, okay, well, he's not really out of the play. He's, he's out of the play. I'll square up and just contain him. He's going to try to drive you completely out of the play. So, um, something I really, really liked watching his film. All right, actually got two plays in one right here. I forgot I did this. Um, but this is one of the players, like, I'm, I'm, I'm gushing over him a little bit. Like, I like him a lot. Um, where I think he's a pretty safe player. I think guys like Quinton Williams, Nick Bosa, Bradbury, TJ Hawkinson are some of the safest players in the draft. We're talking about a little bit more risky players up at the top. You have Jawan Taylor, you have Josh Allen, you have Brian Burns, even Ed Oliver to a certain extent. But uh, these really clean guys are really, really fun to watch, like their technique already um, at this level. And this first play, again, he really has nobody to block, and it's just the effort. You see him, you, you see him with that hit. Um, which is not, like I said, it's not, he's not Kalecio Samuel who's going to lay you out all the time, but uh, definitely good effort right here. So I, I like to see that, just something to point out, and that's why I kind of recorded, I guess, in two plays, which is because like, that's not something groundbreaking. But the next play, you know, is definitely another one where I like to see him get a, give a little bit more ground, but he does have the left guard, you know, initially on that block. And you see how he gets his, he's, he's working his hips, works his hips, works his hips, works his hips. And he stays square and he shuffles. Like, he's working hard to get to that play side where, like I said, a lot of guys at this point are just going to drive you out of the play. Okay, well, now he has the backside A gap to cut out of. But he knows that he's working to the, to the play side. You know, it uh, looks like, looks like a, um, outside, it's outside zone. You can call it mid zone. Like I said, it's a little bit harder to tell from his angle. Uh, I'll call it outside zone, looks like. Um, the difference between outside zone, wide zone, and mid zone are such minuscule differences um, with terminology. But gets his hands, works, 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 and that's why he wins. Um, and and he shows a little bit of effort here too. As the as the play, um, as he breaks off that block, he's going again for for another block too. He's not like giving up on the play. So you like to see that from him. Um, next play, I think it's against uh, UVA again, and then I think we come. I think we have. Uh, plays against um i think it's unc after i believe so oh uh, yeah so i remember this play so you have some really really good in the first phase of like his blocking right here he's obviously the center and it's a you know another like mid zone and do you see his right arm so he wants to he wants to bypass that that uh the zero tech to let the obviously the guard is going to be completely on the block by himself and he wants to get to that that uh that Mike linebacker, and or the play side linebacker, and you see that chop chops the the outside arm to clear himself because like I you know obviously if the zero tech was to get his right hand you know onto the shoulder or chest he has you know less ability to to work through that and move up to the second level as fast so really good chop which makes the uh, obviously the zero tech pretty pretty off balance. Uh, gets on the block on the um, linebacker, but here you see how he's driving really, really high. Doesn't really have any knee bend. Um, other than obviously that one, that one leg is like he's running. Like you see how the, the back leg is like extended, extended. Like he's 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 running really, really high right here, and he has a really narrow base. I want to see that cleaned up a little bit. I'd like to see more base into the, into this block because you see what happens. He gets spun and and thrown off the play because he's driving so high and narrow. So. 
really, really good. And then, like I said, some of the work on the second level needs a little bit uh, of work with ducking into blocks and uh, leaning into, I think I just said that ducking in his blocks, leaning into his blocks, same type of thing. Well, ducking is actually more your head and leaning is more of your, um, your upper body and your torso, but you get what I mean, narrow base. Um, so he gets spun, he gets spun off on this, you know, of this block right here. Um, the next one is another one where uh, it's obviously it's a good, it's gonna be a good combo block. I forget exactly what it is, but I put so good at combos on the top. So it must be really good. Um, yeah, I, I like him a lot. Like I said, um, one, the fact that he is, he, he's attacking the, the, the play side shoulder. He's not attacking the full man right here. Obviously he wants to win that play side. So good job to win that play side shoulder. He's aggressive right here. He attacks him, which I, which I like, um, you don't want to be, you know, want to be too passive here and then get blown back into the backfield. So he knows he has a block on him, blocks him, uh, waits for the guard to overtake him. And then he, he stays on the block. He's staying on the block, staying on the block. And as soon as he sees 53 going to shoot that, that, that side again, because they're running another, you know, looks like, uh, looks like a mid zone, um, you know, from this, uh, another pistol formation. And as soon as he sees that number 50, what I say 53 is going to the outside and reacting to that run, he peels off the last second. Last second. He just keep, he always keep, you see how he gets on the block, ready? Block, nice aggressive hands, attacks a half a man up on the, on the play side shoulder. And as soon as he does that, his eyes are in the second level, eyes in the second level, eyes in the second level. So he's just looking like from here on out. He's just looking at that that linebacker, waiting for him to make his move. If he cuts backside, he's not going to worry about it. He's just, he'll help. You know, hopefully the guard will pick that up, um, or is it the guard? Yeah, the 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 backside right uh, right guard. He'll pick that up. But if he's going to cut to the play side, you know, Bradbury is prepared to reach a couple arms out there and get on the block. You know, which he which is exactly what he does. Um, so another really really good play. Next one I have is Bradbury. It's labeled Bradbury Awesome Play. So it's probably even better than the last play, um, which I think I remember what this one is. Let's see. Yeah, the, the one, the quickness that he has, and, and he's, he's, you know, again, he's reach blocking a, a two technique, which is not necessarily easy. And at this position, he's, he's, he's faced with two guys. Do, do, I, do I block, you know, do I block that, that two technique? Um, or do I try to block that the uh, the blitzing linebacker from the play side? If he, listen, if he stays in this block, this linebacker is going to make that play. He's on an angle to make that play. Um, you'd hope the running back can break that. What's most likely uh, to potentially it's a, it's going to potentially be an arm tackle. You never really know. Um, it could have been, but really, really good decision right here. And he, again, elite quickness to just open up his hips. You know, he's on that block. That op- that one step it takes him to open up his hips right there and get to the backside and jump on that linebacker who's coming who's trying to you know uh, penetrate to the backside and and you know undercut the the uh, the run um, really really good quickness right there that is that is elite um, quickness and a really good decision because listen the running back instead of getting tackled for loss or at the line of scrimmage um, most likely you know because of his decision picks up let's say five six yards that's a really really nice play from Bradbury. Um, I don't know how you, I don't, people have different rankings. Um, I don't agree with him being so low on, you know, some people's boards because of, I guess, just positional value. Um, I just, hold on a second. All right. I'm going to share my whole screen, but whatever. Um, okay. So let's see here. 
Yeah, that this this play is really just showing quickness off the snap. Like if you if you're watching him, and again, it's not in fast motion or anything like that. Do you see how quick he is out of his stance and t- to move? Like that is he's really really quick, and because of that, he picks up number fourteen, who looks like he could be a stout linebacker. I don't I don't know if he's a safety. I don't know what he is. He looks a little bit small to be a linebacker, but you know you never really know. College is like, it's definitely hard to tell with their numbers exactly what position they play, but. uh he looks like a smaller type guy, so maybe he's like a safety or, or, or stronger, stoutier quarterback or cornerback. Uh, sorry, but you see the really, really quick step, quick bucket step, boom, reaches him. Um, and eventually he doesn't really. I don't know if he, I don't know if he. It looks it looks like fourteen just slips, um, but I would still count as a pancake. I don't know if he. I don't know if he trips over the right. Maybe he trips over the uh, the other guy's foot right here, but elite quickness off the snap. That is that is elite. Um, you don't see guys at 306 pounds, which is not too too heavy for a center, but you don't see them move like he like he consistently moves. Um, like I said, I don't see again. Um, so you have this this one technique. You have that that bucket step where it's almost like a bucket, like you say, like you know he steps in the bucket when he's throwing it, where you're like opening up and like if there's a bucket right there, obviously it'd have to be a not very high bucket, but you step into it. It's like a it's like a backwards horizontal step is a is a bucket step where you're trying to open your hips really quickly, opens his hips with that bucket step, reaches, and again works his hips through the place because that 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 one tech this is third and one he's gonna they're they're penetrating right here so he's really he's trying really really hard to penetrate that uh that play side a gap and because of his quickness and that and that footwork he's able to you know, jolt him a little bit and that uh, the one text momentum is pushing so far forward that he's just able to just turn him to the ground again. That's good. That is a, that is a good lineman. Um, so but he does have things to improve on, like I said, and I'll show a couple of them. I know um, one of them's coming up right now when he they played Boston college, he struggled a little bit against their, the, the two defensive tackles who were pretty big or actually three. Um, their whole line it looked pretty strong, um, at least against NC State's line. And this is where you see some of the. I don't. I don't. I didn't love the hands here off the snap. You see how his hands come from like like low, and they come you know pretty. They're pretty soft hands. Like they're obviously more aggressive hands here in the run game. Um, where in the pass game, you know, people beat him with length, but he has pretty aggressive hands in, in the pass game to not let you uh, get your hands in. Which, like I said, if you have longer arms, sometimes it's just going to happen regardless. You can't win every snap. But in the run game, he definitely needs work a little bit. Um, where his hands are coming, I think too passive right here. Doesn't really win the inside. Um, he, you know, he works actually. That left arm is inside. It's hard to tell where the right arm. Is. So he does win inside. But the uh, the one technique is able to to use extension right here, which hurts uh, Bradbury because of the length. And you see, he doesn't really have like elite power right here to, to drive him off of the ball or stay on this block, and he gets shed. And the uh, number ninety six makes that makes that tackle. Who looked pretty good in this game. I don't know who ninety six is, but maybe maybe he's a sophomore, maybe he's a freshman. I don't know what he is, um, but he actually looked pretty good. I, I think he might be a player who's if he's if he's draft eligible, eligible, he might get dra- I think he'll get drafted. I'm not sure exactly. Um, I thought, I'm gonna have to look that up now just to see who he is and, and stuff like that. So maybe I'm onto something early. But he's a pretty he looks like a pretty good defensive tackle type prospect. Um, but you see the lack of strength right there. Definitely, it definitely shows up um, on that play with the lack of leg drive and the hands. I want to see a little bit better, more clean. Four more plays against Boston College. All right. 
this was I remember this being a really really good one uh, block as well, and this is probably one of my favorite ones. He had a lot of really really good plays. Um, obviously, Boston College is sending you know one two three four five six seven. Seven covering with three. I don't know. I think on the backside, too, uh, they have another because it doesn't look like there's any zone-type defender. Um, so you have a zero blitz. It's just straight man, four, four versus four on man. The quarterback has to get rid of the ball um, you know, quickly. And Bradbury knows that. You just have to give him enough time to get rid of the ball quickly. You're never going to block forever on his on a on a zero blitz. So you see him drop back. Him both the, the left guard play this. I mean, the right guard play this pretty well. They both get their hands, their inside hands, on the um, – on with what is the the two the two eye or the one tech, they both get their hands on, and then Bradbury literally takes on that one tech, and as he sees that linebacker coming in, you see you see what he's do, doing with his weight, where he drops his shoulder and then he drops his legs back. We've talked about this before because that, that absorbs contact. Where if he's gonna take on the block like like you know at this position, his legs aren't able to absorb that contact. So uh, where your where actually your upper body t- absorbs the contact and you lean back into your legs that are farther back. So it's being like more passive. Where if you're be- where if you're gonna take on the block like this, if he blows you backwards, you have no point of balance to lean back on. Like you're when you but when you drop your weight and you throw your legs back like that, that's like that's exactly how you want to anchor versus uh, versus straight bull rush. Um, especially if they have a, they have a they have a head of steam like he does right there. So he gets both hands on, blocks both guys. You know, the, the quarterback gets pressure in his face, but it's a zero blitz. It's going to happen. He literally picks up two blocks, you know, at once. So, really, really good play right there. Um, next play, you're going to see a little bit of that where I'm talking about give give ground to get ground type deal. Uh, blocking the uh, the one technique. Or, sorry, blocking the th- – well, actually, this, this is what I talk about. They, they trusted him at NC State. I thought he was going to block – I thought they were going left. Uh, they're going right here. And I thought they were going to – he was going to be uh, blocking, like I said, that one technique. But actually, they trust him enough to block three techniques, which, okay. Like, the, the right guard needs to help him out a little bit here, at least throw a more aggressive hand because that's a hard reach block for literally anybody. You can put a wide receiver that's a hard reach block in terms of, like, getting there. So – but do you see how his, his line to block this um, defender is a little bit too – horizontal like it's it's an aggressive angle where i want to see him you know take that step and loop around you know maybe not that far as my as my mouse was but a little bit farther um get a little bit more depth and then block him so i like to see a little bit more like i said giving that ground to get that ground but it's still a really really hard block and then you can see his athleticism as he works 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 so really good recovery right here um but he also he's getting pushed also you know th- what three four yards back into the backfield so good and bad like i said you see you still you still see the really really good quickness right here that he's on that th- that three tech who penetrates the you know the play side one um you know pretty much instantly but he has to give that ground and get that ground like like i was saying and the right guard needs to help him out a little bit more like geez just expecting him to pick up a three tech if he's like a penetrating three tech um, doesn't doesn't make sense to just bypass him with a really weak punch like that. But you know, this is where we're gonna see a little bit more of Bradbury in the run game, where he struggles at times. Where you see the, the hands are a little bit too passive here. You see how his hands don't really come up; they come up late and from low. You you want to see that that punch more from from his chest or his you know by his belly button. Um, and at least and even if they're even if you don't get your punch in first, at least try to defeat those arms where his hands come in late, and then he doesn't really have a good contact point. And he gets extended here, 
and he doesn't really have the the best, you know, a little bit of lean, a little bit of, uh, he doesn't have the best space right here and he gets bull jerked. So that's, that's a lot of the hands right there. And like the lack of a, of a good base that that happens with that play, um, which is a pass block, but they're trying to disguise it like a run block. Um, and that's the reason, you know, he gets, he gets, you know, uh, bull jerked right there and he gets pressure. The quarterback gets hit because of that, uh, that technique that he had with the, with the low and slow and lack of aggression in the hands, um, you know, in that set. And this is where we're going to see him again, which the number, number 90, 96 here, who I looked up by the way, I paused and looked it up and he's not on Boston college's roster. At least that one I looked at that. So I don't know who 96 is. If he changes number or whatever it may be, or maybe it's an updated roster and he's going to the draft. I'm not too sure. Um, but again, you like to say again. This is actually a, this is actually a pass block that they're actually making look like a so, so they look like they're gonna gonna run set, but they're uh, they're pass blocking. So this is where you see some of the lack of strength that he has. As you can see, um, he doesn't really need to win that play side. I get the impression of trying to look like you're you're going to, but you see right here, you can see he's leaning. You see that lean right there? There's not really a good base to work with where if he was to just, you know, if that lineman, or if that, uh, lineman was to just kind of pump the brakes and then rip him forward, he's going to be on the ground because he's leaning way too far in his, into this block. Um, he doesn't have a good – he doesn't have a good hand position. You see how his hands come again to a little bit too low, and he has no contact point. You can see his left hand is not even on the, the, the chest or even the stomach of this interior defensive lineman. So because of that, um, and the lean, he's just not going to be able to, to block him right here with no hands on. And he, and he doesn't. And again, there's, there's more pressure, pressure in the face of the um, quarterback. And this is what I talked about when I talked about, you know, uh, some of the weaknesses that he has, he's always gonna have weaknesses. I think he can clean this stuff up for sure. You know, get to a weight program in the NFL, maybe you gain, you know, a, a couple pounds. So we'll see. And, and the technique too, you know, the lean in the hands, you want to see a little bit more aggressiveness and the, uh, when like jump setting or when, when giving the impression of uh, play action or just in run blocking in general. And this is a, this is a play where you're going to see him. He's the center. You have a, you have a extra tackle in right here. And yeah, I see this is, this is what I like. You see how he's not. So, what happens here is he he comes off the ball and he's coming to the second level. He's reading he one he he's reads the play side linebacker. You see how his eyes are on the play side linebacker. Um and as he as he goes to that to the play side, as he attacks that play side, Bradbury knows he's not gonna get him right here, and he's just gonna pass him off to what to the uh will eventually the left tackle. But he's gonna pass him off. He's not gonna he's not gonna chase him right here because you know those other linebackers who are gonna be in pursuit. But what I really like about this play is instead of not helping the guard at all, the right guard. Uh, get on the block of the of the um, the one tech. What he does is his eyes flash back to the linebacker. You see his eyes flash as that as the line. Uh, you can see that the linebacker is going to move to that play side. The, that that right arm right there that helps that center right here. You see how his arm gets inside, and it helps the the uh, the right guard get into position and win his you know win that play side even though he gets spun. Um, because the offensive lineman is coming a little bit uncontrolled. We want to get hands on, then move your hips. He's a little bit uncontrolled here, but that's that is what that's is what it is. We're not looking at the right guard really. Um, but good job getting his hands on right here, and then getting square. See how he gets nice and square. He he, he he drops his hips just a little bit, ducks his head a little bit to that block, which is okay, um, and gets his hands on the uh, the linebacker. So really, just like a quick mental processing on this play to, you know, uh, the play side. Um, 
linebacker, the, the, the Sam right there in this, in this four, three, um, it's a four, three over. Yeah. Four. Yeah. So see, there's a four, three over where you have the, you have the two, five techs, you have the, the one tech on the weak side and then the three tech over top of the, of the strong side. This is a four, three overlook. And he looks at that Sam passes off the Sam helps on the backside one gets his hands on, on the mic. That's, that's really, really good play from, from uh, Bradbury. I'll play it. You know, again, you, you see how quick this happens. It's not, as qu- it's not slow. Like I'm showing this happens all really, really quickly. So like I said, really quick mental processing that you like to see, um, especially from an offensive lineman, but especially your center, because he's the one calling out protections, all this stuff, because he's the middle and the brain of the offensive line. So he shows that ability consistently. We're going to see a little bit more lean. We have a couple plays. I think we have like six or seven plays left. Um, I forget if they all come against Florida state or not, but um, this is where you want to see more control at second level. You'd see as the, as the, uh, as the two tech is, is trying to win the, the play side, he's going to pass it off. Now, if you, if the two tech shot inside to the a gap, you'd probably pick it up. But as he goes to the, to the play side, um, you know, right guard, he moves to the second level and I would see him be more controlled right here. Um, one, I would like to see him get his hips to the, to the play side. You see how he's too square because listen, like if you're going to be square, you know, like this and his hips are open here, how are you ever going to beat, beat him to this spot where he's going to be trying to get to by based on his angle. So I like to see him be a little bit more like, uh, kind of controlled on this, like, you know, second level, like cutoff block. And then you see how he, he's, he leans from one from the hips and he's, he's ducking his head into this block. So he, he, I don't like the lean, the, the ducking of the head. Um, number 35 here chops him with a little uh, cross chop to the play side. And then he eventually, you know, uh, he doesn't even get on the play. But regardless, he did, he missed that that uh, that block. So they say more control in the second level is definitely needed and some some technique work. It's, it's never going to be perfect. So um, next play against, again, Florida State. Let's see if it ever ends with Florida State. Yeah, this is just this is just the aggressiveness again that I that I sh- that I'm showing. Another um, looks like mid zone. Looks like the aiming points the outside uh, the outside hip of that of that left tackle, and he picks up the the mic. Or actually, sorry, not the mic. It's the backside backside linebacker, defensive back, whatever it may be. And this is just showing the drive that he has. Do you see right here? Like he he knows he knows he had, they they have him blocked, but drive drive drive. He drives him all the way out of the field, or all the way out of the out of the screen where he drives him for a good, you know, five, at least ten yards. Um, so I really really like to see, like I said, the aggressiveness that that he has. He is not he plays all the way through the whistle on every single snap. So it's something you you like to see. Um, another play of the uh, Florida State game is going to be showing his. Just that the ability to to get on blocks and the awareness of of the linebackers and the linebacker level, um, running again out of another uh, pistol set with a little bit of an offset H back or whatever he I don't know what he looks like maybe he's a tight end and um, he's reach blocking again or he's he's on that he's on that ace combo block um, to the second level and because the linebacker tries to shoot shoot underneath uh, play underneath of the of the block. Um, both of the right guard and Bradbury have their eyes in the backfield. Um, obviously shoots to, to Bradbury side, Bradbury peels off of that block at the last second and, and, you know, blocks the, uh, the linebacker trying to shoot the backside. So 
really, really consistent with this type of play, with the, the, the understanding of how to move to second level, how to pick up backside penetration, frontside penetration, um, all this stuff. It's, it's really, really consistent in this game. You don't really see a lot of bad plays in, in that aspect from him. This player, going to see, again, like lack of power technique in the second level. So, you know, again, kind of the similar as like two plays ago, you see him, you know, coming out to the, to the second level. And this time he stays square, but again, the hands are see how wide the hands are. You're 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 giving him your chest at this point, which you know the the defensive back uh, linebacker. He looks like a linebacker, gets his hand on the chest, um, and inside, which allows him to control the chest, and he has the better uh, leverage point in contact. So, I'll let's see better hands right here, a little bit more power. You don't you don't want to get you know driven backwards by a linebacker, but it's going to happen with a lighter guy, and this is why you don't want to see him versus defensive tackles, nose tackles you know, um, in a scheme like, like whatever, like power or gap type running or just like ISO runs. Like you don't necessarily want to see him doing that all the time. You want to see him use his athleticism because he definitely does need technique work with his, with his hands. And in, in, in my opinion, where it's, that's way too wide in the second level right here. Um, he gets driven back a little bit. We have three more plays left. Um, okay. We have a play against Wake Forest. I guess the last three plays are against Wake Forest and he's right here. Um, and this is where I'm going to say I, I label that he needs to give a little bit uh, to get it a little bit. Same type deal um, where you guys know by this point in the review where I'm talking about, you see how he's coming. He's, he's almost like attackly, uh, aggressively attacking him. He's not really looping at all. He's just taking an aggressive angle at him. He needs to give to get. So instead of taking the angle that he does, which is if you follow my mouse, it's just right here. You want to see him step back and around um, to, to block him, you know, like almost like a, like a flattened U almost if you, if you can picture what I'm saying, if you're not watching the, um, the pot or watching the YouTube video. So he needs to give to get right here. And because he doesn't give to get, he's never, he's never really, he's never able to win the play side and eventually gets off balance. It actually looks like he hits the um, number 42's leg to hit. So that's why he falls over, but still he's, he's, he, he probably would work to get his hips around here. Um, but to give, give to get, and it's a lot easier for him in that scenario. So, the next two, I'm going to show one of lacking anchor, which is this play. Let's play it and see. Yeah, so people might think this one's like a little bit unfair because you see he's he's, he's looking at the um, the one tech, looking at the one tech, and then for he, his eyes snap back to the middle. But he, so he's on, he's not expecting this block, and obviously the uh, the defensive tackle nose tackle is just going to decide to rush him with power. But you can see he doesn't really have the strongest anchor right here. You know, he doesn't have a strong like contact point. You just see how he gets blown back like really, really quickly. And I'll show it in like in like full speed so you can see. Um, just like the lack of anchor and like power that he has in it in his game at times. So you're gonna need to see that improve, whether it be through technique and, and hands and learning uh the bot the proper body lean and et cetera that he needs to do. Uh, the last play I end on a negative, even though you know, listen, this this review, I gushed over him a lot. Uh not as much as Quentin Williams type guy, but I gush over him for sure a lot. And this is where you see like the, the needs a better base. And you see it on this block, like, yeah, he's, he's aggressive hands and his hands get inside. Um, they don't look too narrow here at least, which they actually might be. They, I don't like when they're like fully extended, when they're fully extended, they're easier to, to wipe away because you're they're, they're a lot farther off. You, you want a little bit of bend. You have a little bit more control, a little bit of bend. When you're reaching your arm fully out. You don't have as much control over your arm. Um, so I don't his I think his hands are a little bit yeah he's extending a little bit too much for this and you see how he's leaning again like he's not really under his base uh, when he goes to shoot this like right there that's not really good like where I say you want to be linear 
where if you look at it, when he goes to punch, he's not really linear at this point. Um, his body is, but his arms are just thrown out there. Like you want to see more of a, more of a good consistent base at this point. Like this is, it gets better, you know, here, but at the, at first it's not really that good of a base. And because of that, he gets, he gets driven back a little bit. So you want to see his, his technique improve, get a, get a little bit of a wider stance, a little bit more controlled arms, not as much lean um, in terms of like just from the upper body. You want to see, like I said, the base goes into that lean a little bit more. So, but still really, really good player in, in my mind. He's number five. Um, you know, on my overall board, like I said, I'm not doing based on what I would, you know, draft for the Jets. So if I have him at five and then Burns at seven, if they trade back to six and Burns there, I'm picking Burns over Bradbury, but it's more about just their overall talent and ceiling, all that stuff. Um, so that's it for today. Uh, thank you for the review from, uh, what is it like BBBRRRB, whatever your name was. Uh, I don't know why it's that, but maybe you're just like wanting to leave one. You're just, I don't know. You just didn't want to think about a name. Um, but if you leave more for whoever does and listens to the show, I really appreciate it. We're doing a good job with those reviews. And like I said, it helps me out a lot more than you know, and it takes a lot of work to do this show. So if you could do that, I'll be back. I'm going to be back either on Sunday or Monday. Depends. I got a pretty busy weekend, but I have to put up the drawn Taylor tape on Twitter. Um, would you could follow me at JoeRB31. I'm going to start putting that up in a little bit before we go to work and then uh, try to finish that this weekend, do a show on Sunday. And then on Tuesday, the last day I'll be, you know, in America, um, for a couple of days for almost, uh, you know, four or five days, whatever it is. Um, I'm going to be doing TJ Hawkins things. That's a short one that I can get out of the way. And then after the draft, I'll have a ton more guys that you can watch and, and learn and learn about the guys, especially for, you know, they're on teams we're going to play in the future. Or even if you just want to know like, Oh, I really like Montez sweat. I want to see what Joe has to say, whatever. Um, so I appreciate everybody for listening. I'll be back in a couple of days and uh, try to enjoy your weekend.